You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. Here we are, in once the, again. Yeah, in the middle of January. It's like a pop-up episode. Yeah. I know we told everybody that not expect nothing until February. Yeah, but we really can't. I mean, we depend on this as much as ever anybody else does. Like, it's it's kind of therapy. It really is. And if anybody needs that right now, it's me. So That's right. Um, but, yeah, I think you wanted to do something first, yes. didn't you? All right. So, as you guys know, I give New Country a lot of crap. And if any other artist used this beat drum machine that this artist is about to do, I'd probably be talking shit about them. But this song right here, folks, Morgan only released uh, like a minute of it. Mm. But I want you to listen to it because it, it stopped me dead in my tracks. And it's been a while since a song has done that. This is three times now Morgan has put a song on the radio where he related to his religion with God. Yeah. And, like, that's something to be impressed by, in my opinion. Now, is he living the perfect life? Absolutely not. Show me one person that is. Right. That doesn't exist. Yeah, and that last line, I don't read the letters in red enough. Mm -hmm. That's all of us. Yeah. You know, and I got, even though it's a, it's a drum beat track. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's not your traditional country sound. At but all, but I love it. It's got good meaning to it. I cannot wait for them to release that song. Yeah. I mean, I, like for the most part, I've not been a, a huge, huge advocate for you know, Morgan Wallen because he's really poppy. Yeah. And that's not a country song, but it's a good song. It is. And that's all I care about is good music. I don't care if it's country or what. And that's what he is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Pop me open a Pepsi. Yeah. Because if I drink water, I'll be up all night. Really? Yes. <laughs> We've reached the age. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. So. How's your week been? Huh. Huh. The week got me. The week got me. The month got me. Mm, I don't know. 
last time that I felt like I was on a level a mental playing field it's uh, I don't even know how to describe it so Christmas yeah, day which the kids they loved it. they had a great time we've yeah, talked to y'all since then but right um, on Christmas day my great aunt died she passed um, of course I mean she was older she was up in years it's expected you know how was she uh, I think she was 88 she might have been 92 I'm not positive that's she a was up really though. She good was up there. life, though. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it was for sure. Um, she was a sweet lady. Very sweet lady. So, I mean, that happened. And then uh, about a week and a half later. No, 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 no. That's not true. It was like January the 11th is on the day that he died. Uh, a guy that I went to high school with died. He's a little older than me. Just you know, three years because he you know, graduated with my brother. He graduated the same year as my brother. My brother's only three years older than me. He had a 10-year-old daughter. The uh, mother to his you know, child, she left the picture when uh, their daughter turned one. She's not been around since. I'm not sure what happened. I used to be really good friends with his dad. I used to work with both of them, actually. But yeah. I worked right you know, side by side you know, with his dad. And his dad was really dry you know really composed he really didn't he he would tell you stories and they were you know from you know i think see it was southwestern illinois is where they're originally from and so they had that accent but i mean he moved up here when or yeah down here i should say when uh i think it was around sixth grade or so something like that yeah but i mean He's just a good dude. So what did he die of? Uh, I, he had a heart attack in his sleep. Um, he just you know, passed in his sleep. All he ever did was go to work and come home and you know, take care of his girl. You know, as hard as it is, it's almost a blessing in disguise, though. Well, yeah, he if, didn't if you got to go out. You might as well do it in your sleep. You know, right. Yeah. And it, it kind of reminds me of a couple that I'd like to ask prayers for. Tanya Clapp and her husband. He he's one of they're one of the couples like you said. You've never really heard nothing bad about them. Good decent people. He's having liver failure. They've yeah. called in hospice. They got yeah. like seven kids and just they're the type of people. Them. Yeah, they're the type of people that would always say hi even if they were having a shitty day. Right. They were there to say hey man I hope things get better. And I know it's going to be rough. Yeah. I couldn't imagine, but you've had a really rocky 2023. Yeah. It, and they say the first part of the year kind of sets up your whole year. Yeah, so, I got a feeling it's right. Yeah, well, hopefully it turns around for you. Well, I mean, so I go to his funeral on a Monday. I won't say, you know, what day. You know, like exact date. And then a couple of days later, <clears throat> my aunt. You know, starts having really you know, bad issues, which she was already sick, and so she got you know, took to the hospital, and she never came home. She eventually she passed um, earlier this past week, and I mean it upset me that she passed, but uh, I think the fact of the matter is she's been sick for a while. 
Yeah. And we knew it was going to happen. And she was miserable for a while. She's not she's not felt good. She's not felt like herself. She's not acted like herself. She's always so funny. Always she had a little je- like a a little you know chuckle that she would do. And I don't I can't even describe it. It was so funny. Like every time you it was like clockwork. She would make a little chuckle. You know, a little smirk. And you knew she was thinking of something that she wasn't going to say, but it was going to, if she did, right. it would bring the house down. Yeah. <laughs> like, she was really funny. Right. But and she hadn't done that in a while because she didn't feel good. And she had told everybody she was ready to go. Yeah. It's my mom's uh, sister. But How's your mom taking it? My mom was the youngest one. She's a little rough. You know, she's not. Right. Just, I mean, it's going to be hard on all of them. Yeah, you know, she's got one other brother, and she's got one other sister. Uh, and her dad's alive still, my grandpa. He's 96. Um, that's one of the parts that's really bothering me. So I didn't... Yeah, yeah we kind of said for a while, if something happens to her first, it's probably going to be what takes him out. Because he's already having issues with his heart. He had a heart attack in 1996, I think. So that was his daughter. Mm-hmm. That okay. was his oldest daughter. Um, but in all this, on top of what I'm yeah, dealing with as far as my occupation goes, yeah. I've not got into that on here, but <clears throat> I, I'd got to the point where I stressed so much about my job in sales that I decided it wasn't worth it. You know, I wanted to do something else, and I kind of, started working on other stuff trying to get stuff lined up and i got a seasonal thing that i did in the meantime but i told them i was leaving but you know they asked me to keep the seat warm for them until they found somebody else well they found somebody else um and but i don't i don't miss that job i'm gonna miss a few of the customers not all of them because like some of them are jerks jackasses I, I can yeah. care less like i don't like being lied to when they lied to your face i mean people out there if you have to deal with a salesperson unless they lie to you honestly just yeah you know, treat them with respect because it's not an easy job having to ask somebody to buy something well you got to self-motivate yourself every week to hit a number yeah yeah that alone is a mental kick in the ass otherwise you, you know not gonna get a check <laughs> Right. <laughs> you, you, right. I mean, you have to sell or you don't get any. You don't, you don't make any money. But so it's already stressful. And I always said if I had a good product, I'd be able to sell it. It's not true. <laughs> well, nowadays people yeah. don't want to spend any money. Right. You know? Right. And I work in the medical industry and it's hell to get them to spend any money. They want everything to go through insurance. And as you know, yeah. Insurance isn't worth a damn. Not these days. Not anymore. You know. Mm-hmm. Now the free insurance is, it, but yeah. you don't get to go to work. You got to sit home to get all that. Let me tell you what I've always heard. <laughs> yeah, free comes with a dick up your ass. <laughs> Sounds about right in America. <laughs> I've always heard that, but I mean, uh, I hate to say that on here, so I apologize. If there are any children listening? Yeah, or your mom? <laughs> um, yeah, or, any, or my grandma? <laughs> anybody in my family? <laughs> yeah. You know what you ought to do with your grandpa's? What I did with my grandma? I went over a couple weeks ago with a camera, and I wrote down ten things that I wanted to know. Yeah. And I basically interviewed her. But the cool thing is about technology. That video 
will probably last 60 years. Yeah. After she's gone, mm. my kids' kids can not only see her on TV, they yeah. can hear her. Right. And, dude, I'll do it for you. It should have been something I did a long time ago. It's to the point. He can't hear me hardly. Yeah. Well, and, I mean. And I've tried to talk to him, and he, he, he makes out some words, but he just can't hear that well. Yeah. And I kind of mumble. Yeah. On this microphone, it's a little amplified, so it's not as bad. But, right, right. But I don't know. Like, I, I don't really even feel like I can you know, really have a conversation with him now. Yeah. It's kind of, I don't like it. He talks to other people, but I feel like when I go over there, he he just doesn't, he doesn't say much to me. And But, I mean, I understand it. And that's another one of the things that's been bothering me. Uh, he told my mom... Which he talks to my mom and her brother and my uncle and you know, my other aunt. And uh, <clears throat> he, his father lived to be 100 years old. Wow. He almost was 101. See, I don't know if I want to be that old. He told my grandpa a week before it happened, he said, yeah. He said, I'm not going to make it past. And he said the day. He said, I, I just don't. That's gonna be it. That's gonna be the day. He said, "I already know it. I can, I can see it coming." He died that day. That he said, "Wow." And my grandpa, this is before, you know, the funeral. He told my mom. He said, uh, "He said, yeah." He said, "You know, my daddy told me right before he died. He knew it was getting ready to happen. He told me the exact day he was gonna die." He said, "You know, I, I think I know too." He said, I don't know the exact day, but it's not far off. Hmm. He said, I can just tell. And I know he's ready. His wife died in like 2003. No, 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 2005 or six. It was one of those, 2005, 2006. And since then, I'm not going to say he had a girlfriend, but he you know, talked to women. Yeah. Every woman that he hung out with for more than a couple months yeah, died he's seen so much death he has one sibling left he was the oldest one hmm. he has one sibling left and he came and sat behind him at the funeral the other day but it's just I feel like I have screwed up my opportunity because I wasted all those chances I had to go see my aunt before she passed because I was afraid I was going to pass germs off to her or I kind of talked myself out of it because I'm always in my own head. You know, I don't want to make somebody sick by passing germs. The kids get at daycare or, you know, <clears throat> what if she's having a bad day or what if she's tired? What if she just wants to sit there but you know, <clears throat> by herself and just rest? And I'm now beating myself up over it. Like, I feel so guilty. And same with, <clears throat> same thing with my grandpa. Like, I feel like if I go over there, then he's just tired, you yeah. know? And I know he is. And I've tried to talk to him, but I feel like I waited too long to do that. Yeah. And on top of that, I have this, this is really therapy moment for Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> on top of that, I feel like on my entire life, as far as my career goes, 
I've never succeeded. I've failed at everything. Shit. Otherwise, I would still be doing one of them. Well, here's the thing, though. This is where I got to stop you. Because you, you have had two healthy little boys. Yeah. You have a beautiful home. Mm-hmm. You have a beautiful wife. Yeah. And a lot of old people, if they need something, they'll tell you. You know? And my grandpa, a lot of times when I call him to just check in, he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I was just seeing if you need anything. I'm good. <laughs> so sometimes... Yeah. They just don't want to be bothered. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I wouldn't beat yourself up. And think about it. What were you doing? You were taking care of your kids. Yeah. And they know that, you know? Yeah. And plus, maybe though. maybe your mental state didn't want to see them the way that they were then and kept the image that you had of them it's in possible. a good state. I still got one of them, though. Yeah. But... I don't know. I feel like the opportunity for me to really, really talk to him, because in my younger years, I was, I, I was too wild. I was just too worried about having fun. To, That's everybody. Yeah, but they went a little late for me. <laughs> yeah, but like everybody. But the good thing is, like, you have the time now, right. and like, well, even really, if, even if you went to your grandpa tomorrow mm-hmm. and just stop by and say, "Hey, man, you want me to get the garbage?" Mm-hmm. Just something. Yeah. Offer yourself to him. Right. He's got yeah. people there every day now. Well, so he'll right. still see you. Yeah. You you can check that off your mental list. Went yeah. by and seen Grandpa. Yeah, but that's not gonna it's not gonna solve it. Because I mean, as far as the whole career thing goes, we have I've spent all these years trying to do something better. Every time I would be in something, I would leave it for something better. Yeah. A little more pay, a little more freedom, a little more yeah, this, a little more that, something I wanted to do. Uh, I would do that for a little while. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try this. So I have basically committed uh, career suicide. I have jumped around so much that I've almost made myself unhirable. I'm getting ready to turn 40. I have experienced a thousand things. I don't have a lot of experience in anything. <laughs> but there is people right now who are Not, 40 years old. Listen to me. That should be in a no, better position. Listen, though. Mean. No, that are 40 years old, and six months from now, they'll do something. They'll create a progress. They'll create a product. They'll post something online. I mean, I wouldn't give up yet. And I'll I'm be the first up. one to tell you, the longest job I've ever had was three years. That's it. Other than that, shoot, I'm at a two-year mark. Like, I feel like if I can't get any higher, mm. well, I got to go somewhere else. Or this person's right. holding me back. Yeah. You know? I've done that, too. But at the end of the day, I realize now, though, that I wasted a lot of time. Oh, we d- we all yeah. do. I wasted a ton of we time. We take that for granted more than anything. Yeah. That's like, like the time right now. Yeah. And we, we're not promised tomorrow. No. But this this is what really bothers me. I think about how much time has passed from, I mean, I graduated from college, but it doesn't really matter. I've never used it. I just paid for it. That's it. But I graduated college in 2007. Don't you think about this. I could have went to law school and graduated around the same time. I could have went to medical school and graduated a couple years after that. 
I would have been a doctor for 13 years now. Okay. Uh, that's a lot of wasted time there. Yeah. But here's the thing now. I'm not real healthy. Like, I'm not unhealthy, but I don't eat right. I don't exercise the way I should. I exercise a little bit. Not enough. I don't eat right. I got people all around me that are my age having heart attacks that yeah. I know. Like, I know them well, and I feel like it's happening at a far higher clip than it used to. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but it's scaring the shit out of me. Because who's going to be there for my kids when I have a heart attack besides my wife? She's going to freak out. She does not have the patience for that. Yeah. She approached me today. She told me, she said, I don't know, I don't know what's going on, but you're not you. Usually when she tells me something like that, it's very mean. Yeah. She says very mean things. <laughs> like well, straight that'll cut you with a knife. And, and from a friend's standpoint, this this is what I feel like. I feel like you're not giving yourself enough credit. Because if you Google how many people that are forty that have their shit together, who are healthy, I mean, it's a very big percentage of people that don't. Yeah. But what you can do is change tomorrow. Yeah. Because okay. I've asked you to join the fucking Y with me. <laughs> you got to drop and the And you F-bomb. tell me I have one at home. You I don't do. even invite me, by the way. You just <laughs> say I have one at home. I told you. It's just not. I mean, it's not. You need a partner. That's what you need to keep you motivated. I need, I need to figure out what I want to do with my life. Yeah. But that would be big. Yeah. But I am working on something right now that I've already got it. It's just a matter of kind of like a a flower. You got to water it. You got to water it. And then the more water and uh, fertilizer and sunlight you give it, the more it grows. Yeah. So hopefully that turns out. But in the meantime, it's going to suck until it turns out. So that means I got to bust my ass on it right now and make sure that it has no other option but to grow. But. Besides that, like, I feel like I have failed uh, not only myself, but, I mean, my wife, she has a great job. She supported us in all this. If it wasn't her, we wouldn't have shit. We wouldn't have nothing. I don't know that I'm going to want this out. <laughs> yes, this is ridiculous. No, like, dude, I'm just going on You know and how on. many people can relate to this, though? Like, yeah, and, but and this the thing is too much. Is, there is how a many lot people's people going to listen to this and be like, oh, I want to listen to that culture wall. I don't but but here's the shit. thing. We'll get to him in a minute. But here's the thing. Like, I really feel like you're beating yourself up. And, and I do the same thing. We're sitting in this house right now that we moved into 2014. Hmm. I didn't even get my shit together to where I could get a loan from the bank until two years ago. <laughs> Look at that time wasted. Yeah. I am a videographer and did not video my own kids crawling, walking, mm-hmm. and I can't get that shit back. Mm-hmm. But what I can do is do try harder. Do it now. That's it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We don't have the past to go back to. I agree with that. Yeah. All I mean, and is- you got to give yourself credit. And you know, concentrate on the present. You know how many people knock up a chick and run off? Yeah. You didn't. Mm-mm. That's got to stand for something. <laughs> Damn, a little check mark. <laughs> yeah. Check. I got that. Yeah. You got a hot wife. You got a good looking home. Let's go a little, you got, let's go a little easy yeah, on that, let, all right? Let me just say. <laughs> Back your, up a little your bit. Your wife's pretty hot. Now. She is. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be going home late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I'm always there first. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's not anything about that. Like I, I, I know that. I, I, I honestly, it's just I feel so You're much guilt. I feel so much guilt because I've not done more, because I've not been more, yeah. because I've not helped more, because I've not visited more, because I've been so selfish all these years. But I've not even not even really been all that selfish. I've not even, I've been selfless. Yeah, I've been selfless, <coughs> selfishly. That makes any sense. Because if I was really selfish, I would be at home taking care of myself. I'd be home making sure that I was in great shape. Yeah, make sure that my health was perfect. Your kids. Well, right. it's not even it's not even I mean, I think that's it. I think parenting is easy. Yeah. I really do. Because ultimately you're not you're just not gonna let them do anything you know, ridiculous and what? you're gonna make sure they have everything that they need. Wait till they get older. I'm sure. But <laughs> at this point, like I I think if and I know there are issues that people you know, face you know, raising children that cause it to be you know, more difficult. But I feel like you don't really need an instruction, man. When they're a baby, it's really stressful because oh, yeah. you, I mean, you don't know, there, especially there if it's the first time. One. Yeah, you don't, you don't have like a guide to go off of. But... I mean, once you get past, you know, the, you know, babies and, and like the infant stage, I feel like at that point, it's pretty easy to raise a kid. Mm. It really, it's it's really easy to be a part of their life and to be there. And no, they can't raise theirself, and you have to be there. But I I think that's just your duty as a parent. You should have to do that. Yeah, it should you enable. Should feel, yeah, I mean, it shouldn't be body. an obligation. It should be you should feel like you have to do that like yeah. well know, i know some people don't i could not i couldn't do it he, here's a conversation that i have with my 10 year old son so i don't know if you folks have googled me but i'm only like five three and he's a short dude too and he's got this little prick two years older than him messing with him mm -hmm. and i said look dude if you've told now's the point for you to act mm-hmm you know, you, you're going to have to stay on your ground. Yeah. Dad, you don't understand. <laughs> like I've never been 10. <laughs> like I've never been the smallest person in the room. Yeah. You know, so then they'll get pissed off mm -hmm. because you don't understand. Right. Yeah. So. Eventually they'll. You'll have those conversations. Yeah, eventually future. he'll see that you do, in fact, understand. <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> telling him that. Same I'm like. There was this one boy kept picking on me a lot, and, like, I knew it wasn't going to be a fair fight. Right. So I waited for him to go to the water fountain, mm -hmm. and I tackled him. Yeah. Because you have to do gotta, shit like that you got to bring him little. down to your level. Yeah. Right. And that's what I told him. Don't incite it, but don't take it. Right. But, Dad, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> Anywho. Mm-hmm. But I, I really feel like maybe you're just in a little of a bit of a mental rut. Yeah. The weather's shitty. Yeah. Your job situation's kind of iffy. Yeah. And you've had a lot of deaths in your family. I have. So the only thing you can do is tomorrow wake up, run a mile, try to eat some <laughs> boneless, skinless chicken. Me. And you'll be all right, bro. 
If tomorrow never comes. Just don't take on a singing career. Oh, Bailey I'm, I'm Zimmerman. It. I'm hitting it. Anyways. I got him beat. Oh, yeah. And uh, what's his name? For sure. Bailey Zimmerman is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> we will go down yeah. that soon. Yeah. Are you good? Yeah, well, no, but I think I'm good to go go forward with it. I'm sorry, folks, for having to having to do that. I'm telling you, dude, Google it. There is a bigger percentage of people who are in your shoes than you realize. So who are we going to talk about? Um, today, we're going to talk about one, uh, Coulter Wall. You've probably heard this song. On a couple shows. Hell yes, I have. It's been on a ton of shows. First, I want you to tell me if you know what this word means. I lady spitting at the Nicky Jacks, businessman with a needle and a spoon. Coyote chewing on a cigarette pack of young boys going howling at the moon. Head darling, sleeping on the black top. Head darling, running through the trees, honey. Head darling, leaving for the next time. Listen, my sense catches up with me. It's uh, N-I-C-K-A-J-A-C-K. Nick-A-Jack. Yeah, when when but, I heard it the first time, I was like... But, but what is he talking about? <laughs> well, that's what I'm getting ready to explain. I thought, oh no, is that like a Rachel thing? Because <laughs> it's yeah. really close. It Evidently, in uh, northern Georgia and in northern Alabama, where the Appalachian Trail ends... The people who live in the Appalachian, yet part in those areas, are you know, referred to as Nickajacks. Okay. I had never heard that. He's not from Appalachia. <laughs> but, well, I'm yeah. going to go ahead and say his voice is unreal. It's so it, unique. It's going to be hard for any band to mm-hmm. cover him. Yeah. Because you're not going to sound nothing like that. No. And it's got that Johnny Cash sound, just a, a little bit of it. But, like, when you look at him, he does not <laughs> sound like that. No. At all. And you're like, where is this coming from? Yeah. And this song right here, I have seen him do on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Him and the guitar and the kick drum by himself. Yeah. Nothing else. It, like, it's ridiculous. His His voice... Is so low. You know what really pisses me off? <laughs> a guy like this is not talked about at the CMAs. No. This is as country as it gets. He's not going to sell himself out. No. And mm-hmm. I'm happy for that. No. Yeah. And I love his whole persona, mm-hmm. his look. 
it's almost like he's stuck in the 70, 80-ish <laughs> yeah. country. Yeah. You know? He is. He's, he likes one kind of music, like as far as making it. And yeah. He's good at it. So now, Young Mary Records, she's out of Bowling Green. She helped get him started. She was actually engaged to a guy who managed Shooter Jennings. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And, like, this chick, me and her don't get along, but she's beautiful and she knows music. <laughs> right now, she is working hand-in-hand with Morgan Wade. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So she's she's yeah. making her mark. Sounds like it. Yeah. But anyway. So, this man, Coulter Wall, born on June 27th, 1995, in Swift. Is uh, he that current. young? Mm-hmm. Wow. It blows your mind with that voice, don't yes. it? Yes. Yeah, Swift Current, Saskatchewan, Canada. He was born in the wrong era. <laughs> well, I don't know. Could you imagine it's if still he was like born that in Saskatchewan. Then, it's like that in Saskatchewan right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> they don't have much internet access. Huh? <laughs> well, they got internet, but where he lives, it's a lot of wide open spaces. Um, so, his parents were Tammy and Brad Wall. His uh, father was a politician. He was... Republican uh, or Democrat? It's Canada. It's not the same. Really? Yeah. So they don't everywhere. have parties? They have they have parties, but it's not called Republican or Democrat. Oh, it's just one party. No. There's a bunch of them. Oh, multiple parties. Yeah. Hmm. Like in England, I think there's like eight parties or seven parties. Yeah. So it's all different. Huh. But, so I'm not sure. I would imagine he's more on the conservative side. Yeah. Uh, but... His uh, father was the 14th premier of Saskatchewan. I'm not sure what that means. That's what my research told me. Okay. <laughs> he's got one sister. Uh, actually, he's got two sisters. One older. Her name's Megan. A younger sister named Faith. Um, let's see. He kind of was introduced to music around age... 11, 12, 13 in there. He got his first guitar when he was 13. And at that time, what do you think he tried to play first? Well, 13 to him would have been around 2008. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So I would say he fooled around with the drums. Guitar. No? Guitar? Okay. That's when he got his guitar. Oh, oh Okay. I thought you said what instrument mm. did he fool around no, with? No, 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 no. I said, who do you think he was trying to play when he got his guitar? Johnny Cash. You would think that. No. Who? He wanted to play uh, Black Sabbath, ACDC, uh, Led Zeppelin. Messed around with little Johnny Cash later on. That was one of his first you know, country you know, icons, I guess you could say. Well. Influences. But he was really struck by... A man named uh, <clears throat> Ramblin' Jack Elliott. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. He was of a similar situation as far as where he lived. Now, where Coulter grew up is just a little bit you know, north of you know, Billings, Montana. Okay. Yeah, he's got that kind of look. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. But, you know, around 13, don't we all have an ACDC phase? <laughs> well, you know. I can understand us having it because, yeah. you know, we kind of you know, turned 13 in the 90s, you know. But, yeah. Um, him, it was different. It was 2008. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. That was it's a for me. crazy year for me. Yeah. About you. You remember 2008? I do. It wasn't real crazy. Yeah, that's when I became a stepdad, actually. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Gave up my big music career. Oh, yeah. That was a big yeah. year for you. But it was all worth it. Yeah. Well, good. So, he also, uh, he heard a song by Bob Dylan. It was called I Don't Think Twice, It's All Right. I don't know if you know that song. I just have to say, if I had if I if I heard Bob Dylan, I would probably want to quit music. I mean, I'm not <laughs> impressed by him, but that's just my opinion. If you just listened to his voice, you wouldn't be. No, at all. It's just uh, uh, songwriting that's special. Yeah. That's what makes him you know, who he is. Yeah. He has a lot of talent. His vo- My wife hates his voice. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. He, honestly, though... He's just an older version of Tom Petty. Yeah, Tom Petty's not got a great voice. He sounds a lot like Bob Dylan. Yeah, but I'd much rather listen to Tom Petty sing. Yeah, I have yeah, seen him in concert, but it was one of my first concerts I went to. But anyway. Um, was it at the Kentucky State Fair? No. He played there every year for like 10 yeah. years. I saw him at the old Starwood Amphitheater in Nashville. Oh, my gosh. I seen Alabama <laughs> there. Yep. Never saw Alabama. Let's see. So, he heard that song around 10 or 11. Well, I'm sorry, 10 or 11th grade. And uh, he was inspired to start writing songs after that because he related to it. Yeah. And it was, you know, folk music. And that's what kind of got him introduced to something besides rock and roll. So, that's when he started, you know, messing with Jack Elliott uh, you know, Woody Guthrie and Graham Parsons, you know, Towns Van Zant, George Jones, Waylon Jennings. He got That's into all up. of them. Hank Williams, Willie Nelson, uh, Marty Robbins. And it's from there, he found his sound. Yeah. His uh, first album was released in 2015. And that is Imaginary Appalachia, which is, you know, where that. The uh, sleeping on the blacktop. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. It was on that album. Um, that song has been featured on Yellowstone. It's been featured on every uh, there was Western a movie, movie about two brothers that was like robbing something. What yeah. was the name of that movie? I can't remember. Uh, but he would. When I heard that song, I was like, "Who is that singing?" Yeah, because it was like <laughs> a deep dark magic. Yeah, and I was like, it's "Wow." Just, 
Yeah. It's kind of mysterious when you hear that kind of tone coming yeah. out. Yeah. Like, it kind of takes you. And there's not a lot of artists who can take a guitar and a kick drum and mm -hmm. sound that good. No. I guarantee you the top ten on today's country countdown mm -hmm. cannot do that. Right now. No, they can't. Right now. It's just because... Unless Chris Stapleton's on that list. <laughs> yeah. But besides that, I mean, it's Carrie a, he can... He can basically do anything he wants. Carrie. Yeah. You know, if it's Chris or, or Carrie, yeah. But mm -hmm. anybody else, come yeah. on now. To be that raw talent mm -hmm. that is so... It's almost like a cologne. Mm -hmm. Like, you'll yeah. never forget that scent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you never like, forget that sound. Yeah, I dated it's a true. girl in the eighth grade. She had this perfume mm -hmm. that still to this day, if I smell it, <laughs> I think of her. Right. You know, I yeah. mean, it's and that's kind of what you get with Culture Wall. I feel mm -hmm. like. Yeah. You know, I could see that. Yeah. That's a real deep. It is. It's a logical thing. You just that girl, so. man. She was uh she was the first girl that I made out with at the movies. Yeah. And my mom had went to Burger King. And it was just when those uh, chicken sandwiches come out, the ones the that look ones. like they're on Subway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I couldn't eat. <laughs> like my stomach was was it. like in my throat, yeah. and I was like, "What is this feeling?" <laughs> love sick, mama. <laughs> I'm love sick. Yeah. And my blue jeans are tight. <laughs> my blue jeans were always tight, just yeah. because. I didn't like strong I, gust of wind. No, like I just I wasn't into baggy clothes. You know, you remember when those Jinko jeans come I out? Do. I do. Yeah, I never had, had the big any, J on the back of them. Yeah, yeah. Some of them did. They all had those gigantic, you know, pipe legs. Yes. How could you of, run in those? It's a bunch of folks. Yeah. Uh, the people wearing them weren't. They weren't running. The only thing they were running was their pot dealer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they were running to get well, them. They had like massive pockets too. Yeah. yeah. Like it went down. To, yeah. yeah. I don't. That was also that. when Doc Martens were huge. Yeah. You remember those? I mean, I never got into those. I they had were a so pair. heavy. They were very heavy. I'm like I don't understand what it's like. Very weighted heavy. shoes. It yeah. was like you're wearing ankle weights. All right, back to Culture Wall. I'm more about yeah you know, functionality than yeah. I am. We got all these little looks. rabbit trails. Like, yeah. if you would like to get off on exit, <laughs> <laughs> when we do this episode, what we'll do, folks, is we'll put when we actually start talking about culture. Yeah, so if you want to skip in the description, <laughs> that way, yeah. All right. So, but so he grew up in the town. Yeah, like I said, it's called Swift Current. That's pretty cool. Had Damn. to be named Damn. by a Native American. Had oh, to be. For sure. But, so Swift Current, it wasn't like a, a city city, but it was considered a town. And where he was in Canada, it was one of the, it was one of the bigger ones around. Yeah. <laughs> like there wasn't those all open fields. It's kind of the foothills of like the mountain range. Yeah. So... There was a lot of ranches there. There's a lot of cowboys around. But he grew up in town. He didn't grow up on a ranch. It was later on in life that a lot of people he knew had you know, cattle, had ranches, and they were cowboys. That's what they did for a living. Yeah. They were cowboys, just like you see on Yellowstone. Exactly. So this has kind of got into something interesting. There is a small podcast who tried to get him on the show with him. And he's reached out, but certain times of the year he can't 
and it's the only time he's not touring. So he's not been able to be on the podcast yet. That's one uh, Joe Rogan experience. They've reached out to Coulter Wall, and he hasn't... He's been trying to get him on the show for at least four or five years. What's his problem? During the summertime, he's on a ranch. He's working on a ranch. He says that it's extremely important for him to maintain that time on the ranch because he has cattle to take care of, and the time out there makes him you know, relate you know, more to the world and to the earth and to the people he wants to make music for. You hear that, Nashville? <laughs> he don't want he don't want to get out into the world and lose who he is and where he's from. Yeah, there's nothing but commend. I, mean, I can't can't do anything but commend the man for exactly. that. Exactly. Then again, most of your artists that they're trying to cram down your neck yeah. need to take a lesson from Coulter Wall. Well, all they're gonna do is just go out and sell as many shows as they possibly can, make as much money, and charge seven thousand dollars a ticket. Yeah, to hear them sing along to a track. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, are we ready for another song? Yeah, you can go ahead and play this one. This is also off his uh, first album. This is a very sweet song. Oh, Caroline. There's a place where the sun doth shine And the birds keep time with the pines up yonder That's the home of my Caroline She's dancing in the sky Oh, how sweet when we meet on the golden streets of the great white valley These old chains around my feet, they're pulling me back down Isn't that a sweet song? It's about his you know, spouse that passed on. It's so heartfelt. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it is. My bones do break and my hands do shake As I lie in the wake of time's cruel slaughter But if I die before I wake I'm gonna see my Caroline Right. How can somebody his age write a song like that? You know? It's it's impressive. That yeah. is for sure. And it's just like, wow. <laughs> his you know? sound and like the emotion in that song. He doesn't really have a lot of emotion in his voice because I don't know that he can when it's that low. I guarantee you that this guy works all day and when he comes back home to eat supper the the house phone rings Coulter <laughs> you've sold this many albums cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> see ya yeah. you know like he don't give get a up. shit I gotta get up early in the morning right like like <laughs> he don't give a shit yeah you know like and that that's I'm like getting a bigger fan by each song that we play yeah like I I had knew about him for a few years now um I've known about him, but he wasn't really huge, and he still isn't huge. No, but by no means. He's got he's got a following. He's Not got as a, big as he needs to be. Right, I agree with that 100%. And, and when you told me that we were going to do this, I was like, cool, I like 
the black top song. Yeah. Cool. But the more that I get to know, like, this is pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's, and honestly, there's not a lot of information on him. There's no. not. And he's probably an artist that, like, you'd be very lucky to get to see perform. Yeah. Oh, you for know? sure, because you know don't he don't he doesn't do it much. No, no. So, imagine if you got to listen to him sing the next song we're gonna play with the person he does it with. Oh, so, that would that, <laughs> that so, would be worth seven thousand yeah. dollars. <laughs> it would. It would. You know. Uh, so in two thousand seventeen, he released the album Coulter Wall, which is you know his name, and this song was on there for all in. Across the deep blue water Featuring Tyler Children's German's daughter On the banks of the old river Rhine There I loved her and left her Now I can't forget her She was my pretty frontline so that's her name? No, it's a it's a term. It's a, it's a German. It's like a, it's like a German lover or something. I'm not exactly sure what it means. But I've heard that before. But. His voice, man. He sounds like he's a, a thousand years old. <laughs> For sure. And then, and then Tyler comes in, and his voice is just so different, yet so equally great. When my memories wander away over yonder To the sweetheart that I left behind It's just a contrast of sounds. What pisses me off <laughs> is this is not, I mean, this is country music, folks. Yeah. Not what you're hearing on the radio right now. It's this mm -hmm. right here. Is is everything? When I say it is like a religion to me, mm -hmm. that right there is almost like Amazing Grace right. in country music yeah. per se. And like I just I don't understand it. it I just <laughs> I can't fathom why he is not massive like Morgan Wallen. Right. Well, I mean he's got great songs, and I've does. only heard three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. It's, uh... And like, but it, it's just... I mean, it's it a just doesn't of, make sense. It's I mean, just a product it, of And I know it's in industry. supply and demand. Yeah. That, that's, that's what they do. Mm. But, good Lord, folks. Thank God for Coulter Wall, because he's got a torch that yeah. he is carrying part of country music on. 
There's a few of them. And we can change it. We the people. Yeah. And that's by not paying $7,000 for Morgan Wallen. This is why I like finding people who aren't really main mainstream. And like and this guy, it. I'm already like a huge fan. Yeah. And like I was kind of dreading talking about this. <laughs> you usually you know? you always say that. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love the first song, but right. the more I get to know about the guy. Yeah. Anyway, so keep going. His uh, third album was released in 2018. It's called uh, Songs of the Plains. I tell yeah. you what, man. Honestly, I'd like to listen to every song. Yeah. How many albums does he have? Four. Okay. I've not listened to all his songs. I've only listened to a few. Uh, well, we, actually, we should do a, re- a review of yeah. his music. I listened to the f- entire first album, and I don't know that I've seen a song that, on there that I didn't like. Yeah. Um, the we second album, I didn't. I've I've not heard. I've heard one song that I was like, uh. I think just, we need to listen to them all. Yeah. Put our top ten, and then come circle back around. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. I'm serious. Yeah. So this song is off his uh, third album. It's called, you know, Thinking on a Woman. I can already tell you that's him playing. Sweetly taking his time Drinking all the straight right Chasing it with red wine Heavy on his troubled mind Sweetly taking his time. This accent's so weird. Trying to make it all right. Thinking on a woman. Thinking on a woman. I'd love to hear him in an interview. He's tuning yeah. up the sea. I actually listened to a couple of them. He's. Can anybody hear me? He's got a deep voice, but number three. It's not like what you would think. Me. Up he just sounds really down to earth. Hoping it will free me. Thinking on a woman. No. Thinking on that woman. Like, I could listen to this whole damn song. <laughs> yeah, there's not too many songs that he has that you just don't want to sit and listen to. Well, you know, I've been saying that we need to do some type of festival. Yeah. The Country Music Critic presents. Yeah. I wonder what it would cost to get him. I don't know. Probably insane amount. It would be hard to get him certain, especially in Kentucky when he lives in you know, Canada. Yeah. But I don't know. We could look into it eventually, hopefully, with the help of all you people. We get some of the people that we're excited about, somebody who doesn't really have a huge name. If it's a big name, we're not going to afford to get them. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah, it would be it would be exciting. I've always wanted to do a festival. Always. Well, we could, even if we did, like, a songwriting festival yeah. and brought some of our songwriting friends from the show. Mm-hmm. That's know. true. Did you see where Casey... Had a wreck out in uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, Casey Chestnut. I did yeah, see that. Yeah, he's, he's on our page, folks. He didn't have insurance on the cargo trailer. Right. So all of the equipment was all out in the middle of the road. He hit an ice patch. Thank goodness him and his wife were okay. Right. And uh, wow. I think everybody, like, you know, all the people involved were fine. Yeah. It was all the equipment. It was destroyed. like twenty. It was like $20,000 of, of equipment that got right. destroyed. Yeah, he's got to go fund me. Yeah. Set up right now, so. Which, 
Yeah, maybe his daddy can help us on that. Yeah, I don't know though. His no. dad's really not that famous. Oh, you want Mark Chestnut? Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. He had a couple songs a long time ago. Going to the big D. <laughs> don't mean Dallas. Bubba uh, shot the jukebox. Last night. Yeah. Yeah. Did play? But I said it played a sad he's, song. He's touring again. Yeah, he took I've seen like that. a year and a half off. He had back surgery, and his advice was, folks, if your back's hurting while you're young, get Run. it fixed now. Yeah, you know, because you don't want to do it when you get older. A lot of people say though, it, you know, if you get a surgery on your back, you can go ahead and guarantee in a few years you'll get another one. My grandma had the worst time thing. with it. It's like my mother-in-law; she's had issues with hers. Yeah, and, uh, my dad did too. He had a few surgeries. And it wasn't any better. He finally had another one, and he got a little better. Then he had one last one, and since then, man, he's been a lot better. Of course, he didn't try yeah. to do as much as he was before either, so right. that might have something to do with it. So that brings us to his last, his you know, most recent album. It's released in 2020. It's called Western Swing and Waltzes and Other Punchy Songs. It's a long album title there, buddy. <laughs> this uh, a song is off of that album. It's called Big Iron. To the town of our field, old stranger one finally. Hardly spoke folks around him, didn't have too much to say. Business, no one dared to make a slip. Stranger there among them had a big iron on his hip. Big iron on his hip. It was early in the morning when he rode into the town. He came riding from the south side, slowly looking all around. It's almost like he's, uh, He's a storyteller. That's what I was about to say. He is the epitome of country music because he tells stories with his songs. You know, that's I yeah, think that's that's when country music was at its best when it was all absolutely. stories. When it was all storytellers. Just and that's out there. the way it ought to be. Yeah. You know, I instead agree. of talking about my Yeti cooler mm-hmm. and with my hat turned back like, and my sunglasses flipped over. I hope he gets healthy, but red solo cup. <laughs> I feel you up like that's so. Even Toby hated that song. Why do it then? I mean, I'm I'm sure he got paid handsomely for it. Yeah, but and oh, I like I Toby Keith, but he's be, got be, some. Be of, true to yourself. He's got right. some of the most ridiculous songs. He really does, and like when he come out of the gate, should have been a cowboy. Yeah. I mean, really great song. Uh, I shouldn't look at you. I shouldn't love you like that massive song but then he started doing all that goofy stuff right you know and i feel like brad paisley did the same thing yeah he kind of did you know he did. yeah it's uh, but i mean here's the thing about toby keith he is legitimately a a great guy oh yeah He's, not saying that yeah oh yeah i know i, I wish that I didn't have anything to push back <laughs> like yeah. as far as his music yeah. goes. But yeah. some of that's ridiculous. But, I mean, why can't they all be like Culture Wall? <laughs> and, well, I mean, and, you and, know. Yeah, tell a good story. Now, and, you want a good story. This next song that I got 
is it's a it's a great story. It kind of brings you in, and we kind of got to listen to the whole thing because it's not very long. But it, let's go ahead. Oh, 13 silver dollars. Have you ever heard this? It was a cold and cruel evening sneaking up on Speedy Creek. I found myself asleep in the snow. For one or two odd reasons I ain't too proud to repeat. For now we'll say I had no place to go It was a rustle and a humming Just a hauling down the street I threw myself up from my icy bed Painted on that shiny car The letters R-C-M-N-P I can feel a little aching in my head And then I jumps this old boy About twice the size of me he asked me for my name and where I dwell And I just looked him in the eye and sang Blue Yodel number nine He didn't catch the reference I could tell and Then the old familiar click and the handcuffs bind and grip He should have left me in the snow where I lay He just laughed and touched his gun and turned to me he said son I bet you don't own a damn thing, do you, mate? Well, I got my help John B. Stetson Got a bottle full of baby's bluebird wine And I left my stash somewhere down in Preston Along with 13 silver dollars in my mind Just a, a little catchy song for sure. Talking about all the things that he owns. Well, I got my health. A John B. Stetson. Got me a bottle full of baby's bluebird wine. I left my stats somewhere down in Preston. Along with 13 silver dollars in my mind. There it is. It's awesome. <laughs> it's just a, you know? just a little story that he's telling. I, I really think we need to circle back around. Yep. And, it, and it may be a month. Right. But I'd say we do a complete uh, review of his catalog. Like 10 songs that you absolutely mm-hmm. like, I absolutely like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'd be happy with that. At that point, we can do a you know hypothetical if you want. We yeah, yeah, a, we could do it then. Yeah, yeah, because I'm sure he's got some hidden gems that we mm-hmm. don't know about. So I would go ahead and rate him, though. Okay, well you rate him. All right, I'm gonna put him at four point five, and the only reason he's not a five is because I feel like the older this guy gets, the better <laughs> he's gonna get. Imagine how deep his voice is gonna get eventually. Oh wow! <laughs> I would. I mean. And it may be like my John or my Jamie Johnson experience, seeing him live, almost fell asleep. Right. It may be like that, See, but I really appreciate his voice. That's one part of a performance that I I don't have to have. I don't have to have the show. You give me that talent on the stage. Give me the voice. You give me the instruments. You give me the sound. Let my brain do 
all the entertainment for myself. That's yeah. all I need. I don't need, I don't, you know, the you know, dancing around. I don't need any of that. You just give me an emotion-filled voice expressing every ounce of emotion that they feel in that song. And it's hard to do when you're singing songs that somebody else wrote. When you wrote it yourself, you have more in it. It's like you, it's, it's a part of you. That's yeah. why Tyler Childers has so much emotion. That's why Chris yeah, Stapleton has so yeah. much emotion and, in the song. And here is my, and I know you're going to laugh your ass off when I say this name, but at the time of my life that I was in, in 2004, being 17, 18 years old, then you got Kenny Chesney, who's in his 30s, singing about everything that I was living and you're in Rupp Arena. Mm -hmm. He's coming alive, just pouring them songs out, and you're living it. Mm -hmm. That's what I look for when I go to a concert. Not right. much of the, the dancing around, but like the mm -hmm. connections. Mm -hmm. Kind of like what you're saying. Yep. But I like some of my connections a little more upbeat. Right. You know? And plus, if you're going to pay what you got to pay nowadays, yeah, no kidding. I would love to see Culture Wall. In a roadside honky tonk. Yeah, that that's be. how I would like to see him. And I'm sure if you go up around where he's he lives, he's probably pulled in somewhere. I'm sure he does it all the time the where he's at. Yeah, we're you gonna know? have to check out his tour schedule. <laughs> yeah, that would be that'd be really awesome to see him. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of the emotion when somebody's playing, I want to I want to ask you. Of all of the people that you have seen in concert, who did you feel the most emotion yeah, come out of there? If you have two, you can do two. Because I have two that you know, really stand out. It would be so hard for me. Just because I've seen so many people. I guess... The time that uh, I seen Eric Church in a bar playing music, that that was just insane. And I guess, you know, I mean, it's not super country, but I would link it back to the Kenny Chesney concerts in high school just because I was there with my buddies. Mm -hmm. The greatest songs of all time out of Chesney come around that time, mm -hmm. and... I looked like him at that time, <laughs> so I got a little extra attention in the crowd. Yeah. I tell you, one show that we went to in Nashville, I won two look-alike contests, and the first one, I was actually with my dad at the first one, and to experience that with my dad was really cool. And then at Titan Stadium, we won front row seats, backstage passes, and he's, as soon as I met Chesney, I took my dad with me to both of them. Yeah. And Kenny says, you sound just like Brad from Three Doors Down. I'm like, who the fuck's Three Doors Down? I got in here because I'm looking like you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I don't get it. But I was like, okay, whatever. But to loop back around, I guess I would have to say, Mm -hmm. One of the coolest concerts that I ever was at was with my dad in the fourth row to Bob Seger. That would be cool, yeah. It was okay. unreal. Yeah. What about you? Like the most 
emotion I ever felt at a concert was at the Kentucky Rising. That was one of them. Um, with you know, Chris Stapleton, yeah, Tyler Childers, and Dwight Yoakam. Not so much Dwight, because at this point in his career, he's out there. He's putting a show on. He's doing his little dances, his little... Yeah. His little leg twists and little kicks and little guitar, little, you know, yeah. guitar gun. Yeah. But acting the part. Yeah, he is because I mean that's what he is ultimately. He's a great actor. Oh yeah, that's, phenomenal. That's about he's all a he better does. actor than he is a singer. For sure. In my book. For sure. My wife could not stand him. But and I love the back of your hand. That song. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, Tyler and Chris. Every ounce of their soul was left on that stage that night. And that was the first time you've seen them, right? Yeah, yeah both of them. Okay. It was the first time I've seen either one of them. The other one was not a country concert. It was Mumford & Son at Bridgestone Arena in Nashville. Now, which their songs are all written by them, um, and they all have religious undertones. Like, they're not... You know, directly saying they're all about you know God or they all have a deeper meaning, but you can put whatever meaning you want to on them, and it touches your heart and it touches your soul, and makes you think about a lot of stuff. <laughs> like yeah. that, yeah, that concert was just amazing, and they're super talented. But it's yeah, that's what you know really stands out. Like for the situation, I think the Kentucky Rising concert kind of had to be what it you know was because it was to raise money for all the flood victims. Yeah. And and, and some of the tornado victims that we had in the state. But the Mumford & Son concert was just, it was a regular concert. And the performance they put on, like the show they put on, it was unreal, man. It was just an unreal feeling that you got when you walked away from there. Hmm. It was great. It was great. It you know, kind of leaves you wanting more when you go to other concerts there, though. That's kind of you know good and bad with it, but because yeah. they're not all gonna have that emotion in it. But that's what I look for in music. I used to just listen to music all the time for no reason. I have to be looking for something now. It's weird. Within the last six months, what's one show that you wished you would have seen? Oh, like man. wished you would have been able to go see. Um. That's a good question. Mine would have been Jelly Roll. Yeah. He is like on fire right he now. He is. I think and, we're and he's cover such him a good soon. dude. Yeah, he is. I know he's not country. No, he's But lived, he is a good dude. He's lived a rough life. But yeah. he is came out on the other side smelling like a rose. And you guys need to check out his podcast yeah. that he's been on. Great. Great mm. stories. Great dude. Sure. All around. Yeah. So yeah. who is yours? I have no idea. Hmm. Who's on your bucket list to see? Uh, I want to see Sturgill. I do want to see him. Oh, my God. I forgot about Sturgill. Yeah. Seeing his show was up there, too, in the top five. Yeah. In a little place in Bowling Green yeah. that was only like 100 people there. Right. So that yeah. would be great. Yeah. But you and I got to meet him. At the perfect time. Yeah. He wasn't who he is now. Right. Then. Yeah. That was 2016. Yeah. 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 He's blown up since then. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, as far as, I don't know. I'll have to think about that one. All right. But, yeah. Well, hey, folks, I hope you enjoy learning about Culture Wall. Maybe if you hadn't heard of it before, 
you can uh you can check him out now he's got some great songs and we're gonna do a little bit you know more on him i guess we're gonna go over his his old albums but uh yeah thanks folks as always for uh you know, you know listening to us and putting up with us and doing a little therapy with us so uh god bless y'all stay safe remember to like share rate review follow and tell all your friends and your family members and tell your family members you you know you love them you don't know when you'll have a chance to you know, tell them again amen and uh until then hasta mañana this here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the Country Music Critic. The views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast. The Country Music Critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the interweb. Comments made on the Country Music Critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or be maligned in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and we'll catch y'all next time.